Backstage Pass is made possible by Mauer Productions on Stage, supporting community theater in central New Jersey. Hello, and welcome to Backstage Pass, the podcast that provides a behind-the-scenes look at community theater in central New Jersey. I'm Dan Maurer, and I'll be moderating this session, where I'll be easing on down a road paved with yellow bricks and Motown magic. Our topic today is the fun and fantastical Broadway musical, The Wiz. This R&B take on Frank L. Baum's classic tale, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, is coming to the Kelsey Theater in West Windsor, New Jersey on March 6th, courtesy of the Pennington Players. The Wiz originally opened on Broadway at the Majestic Theater in January 1975. It ran for four years and over 1,600 performances and won an astounding seven Tony Awards, including Best Musical. The show was adapted into a motion picture in 1978 and featured a star-studded cast, which included Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell, Ted Ross, Lena Horne, Richard Pryor, and Mabel Kane. The Wiz was a breakthrough for Broadway, a large-scale, big-budget musical featuring an all-black cast it laid the foundation for later African-American hits like Bubbling Brown Sugar, Dream Girls, and Duke Ellington's Sophisticated Ladies. I'm here today with members of the cast and crew of Pennington Players production of The Wiz. My guests include Pennington Players president and producer Judy Parrish, director Kyrus Westcott, and actress Sasha Alexandria, who plays the part of Dorothy. Thank you all for joining me on Backstage Pass. Thank nice you. to be here. Judy, why the whiz, why now, and why do you think it's taken so long to bring such such an acclaimed musical to the Kelsey Theater stage? Why now was actually Kairos' proposal coming into the Pennington Players to do it. Um, After we had done Once on this Island two years ago, which we started with getting a more integrated cast, he saw that there was a potential here to do something like this production. And why not? Why not try it? Why not bring something like this to Kelsey? Um, we really thought it would be a great opportunity. We were a little nervous about whether we'd get the cast that we would really want to have. We wanted to have a very diverse cast. And I think we've ver- been very happy with what we've got and, and with the, the talent that has come out and is just coming into the show. Do you, do you think that the, um, the Kelsey shows have just gradually started to bring you know, more of the ethnic actors and, and talent that you need for these types of shows to expand out into these types of programs? Or, or were there actually additional efforts that you had to make to go and get the, the, the talent? Um, I don't know that we had to make a whole lot of additional effort. Just putting the word out there that we were going to be doing the show brought <clears throat> new people in and some other people that had come out for some other shows as well. You know, in Once on this Island, we had a nice, diverse cast. We had uh, seen a couple of other productions here as well that had um, a good cultural mix. So we thought it was very possible to do it. And it wasn't just to get a good mix of people on stage, but hopefully to bring in new audiences to Kelsey as well. Mm-hmm. The, the, the show is, is, is a great opportunity um, visually and stylistically. Kyrus, can you tell us about your vision for The Wiz? Can, can we expect something that pays homage to the original 1975 production, or are we looking at something much more contemporary? Uh, this is going to be a mixture of a lot of things. Uh, one thing that I wanted to go for was bringing, being able to have people that come see it today be able to empathize with the people on the stage. And in order for that to happen, yes, we, we do want to play uh, pay homage to why it became such a popular musical, but we also wanted to bring it to today's society. That way people can learn from it, 
and be able to enjoy it and be able to connect with the characters and the situations that are on stage. Because if not, then if there's no connection, then people are just going to leave. The show's not going to have any sort of effect on them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I don't think anybody in the cast or crew wants. The, the original Broadway production it owed much of its success to a contemporary sound. That was 1975. Mm-hmm. So musically, um, what, what are your plans to sort of keep the score fresh and, and contemporary for today's audiences? Uh, one thing that, we, that we've done uh, music-wise, uh, we're still keeping that 70s feeling to it. But one thing that we, we've done is we've made it more of a band that will be playing the music to, to keep it really nice and live and fresh and different than what people are normally used to seeing on the stage. You know, that way it's, it's a lot more, it, people can dance to it more, you know, people will be able to groove with it more. And with that, I mean, we have such a wonderful talent of singers on the stage from Sasha to Antoine who plays The Wiz to Cheryl who plays uh, on M, you know, which is, and so many different people. And we added pit singers, which are, we have five wonderful, wonderful talents, which include my mom, actually, <laughs> who's uh, one of the pit singers uh, making her stage debut. She is part of the pit singers, and the pit singers just back up the what's going on on the stage. And they're kind of, I call them the spine of the show, because that's really what they are. They provide that backbone to the entire story. I can't remember any Kelsey show that added a group of five people that just sang in, in the, the pit. pit. That's, right. you know, that's all Very they cool. do. You know. <clears throat> the sound is really going to be, um, if you listen to the original CD, you hear like a big orchestra. I mean, it's a small pit band, which will really be sort of rocking behind the actors on stage. It's a bass, it's a guitar, drums, keyboards. So it's a small band ensemble that will just be able to rock out with mm-hmm. the, the singers moving on stage. What about dance in the production? You know, when the, the, the show was first created in 1975, and between then and now, it's like there have been the, the explosion of different dance styles. Are you planning to sort of reflect some of the evolution of dance that, that we've seen since that show? Or again, is, is, is it 1975? Oh, every song in the show, it's reminiscent to a certain style of music. For example, the first song that Ada Pearl, who's the who's one of the good witches, one of the songs that she sings, it has sort of a Fosse feeling to it. So we gave it a Fosse type of dance. Every single dance has a different feel to it. Like you said, the dance in, in this show is very, very important, uh, which is why, just like we added five singers to the band, we added a group of dancers that all they do is just dance on the stage. You know, we, uh, we have a dance core in the show that's some of the most talented dance females that I've ever worked with in my life and they're doing an amazing job mm-hmm. and and they're working really really hard and I'm really proud of them and they're they're making this show very very enjoyable it's it's great to watch them what about production design of the show the Wizard of Oz is you know that, that it's based on is typically a very visual production what can people expect in this very gritty very dark I want the set to be able to come across emotionally to the audience, not necessarily with anything big or extravagant like that. But what I'm going for is graffiti and something that you would see when you're walking down a street in Trenton or Camden, or you know, just that kind of gritty feeling. Mm-hmm. And it kind of emits that fear. And it's unfortunate that, it, that it's like that in certain parts of the country, but that fear that is emitted will give the audience a special feeling, which is what Dorothy has when she first gets there, you know, and I want the audience to feel that way too. So, so I guess in, in that sense, it's a little bit like the 
1978 film, which they set in New York City, as as opposed to the uh, the, the, the the stage <coughs> of production. Um, so you're really taking her out of you know the country and putting her into an urban setting, which is so right. which becomes the the, the the set will be more as as Kara said, you know, darker, you know, brick, graffiti, um, a little more stoic looking, with the characters that emerge in Oz giving you the color, not the set necessarily mm -hmm. giving you the color, then the lighting design adding the color and they're vibrant characters against sort of that stark background. It sounds really exciting in, in the sense that you're you're mixing musical styles and dance styles and visual styles. It really sounds like it's very fresh and contemporary, but like you said, still pays homage to mm -hmm. the original production. Absolutely. So you're creating this world that these characters are inhabiting. So. Sasha, I wanted to ask you, you know, the part of Dorothy, it's, it's a big role in a big production. Mm. Not to mention the fact you've got big shoes to fill, you know, <laughs> following the step, footsteps of, I think it was uh, Stephanie, Mills, Stephanie Mills, who, who played mm -hmm. the, you know, the original Dorothy on, on stage in Broadway, and, and of course Diana Ross in, in, in the film. So what is your approach to the role in the production? Oh, I don't even know where to begin. I have such a connection with the character of Dorothy. I really do. From her relationship with Auntie M and Uncle Henry, uh, I was adopted. I know what it feels like to be raised by somebody that aren't your parents. And she says in the beginning, oh, I, I, I'm always daydreaming. I'm, I'm not even like with it. I, I'm sorry, I'm not helping you guys. And then this happens and then she misses them. And all she ever talks about is going home and feeling that comfort. And even in my finale song, Home, um, that's all I sing about, just mm -hmm. the affection that I got and how I miss it so much. And, and I don't even think, like, I, I don't even know how long it is, like a couple hours that I'm in Oz or just not, not even a whole, I can't tell, we haven't eaten, so it must be at least a couple hours. But the whole experience for me is just I have such a connection. Me and Kyra's talked about how we decided that Dorothy wasn't going to be of an age that was younger than myself. We're gonna play, I'm 21 years old, mm -hmm. I will play Dorothy like a 21 year old. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna play her like a child because the, and then I won't have that connection. It'll be harder for me to identify with her just personally. And some of the things that she does in, in the show, you, have, you see her soft spots and then you also see how she gets confused by some things and then she's so strong in certain aspects and she stands up for the lion and you know even though she's friends with everybody she stands up for the lion and she tells the Tim Man and the Scarecrow you know stop making fun of him he's you know just one thing, <laughs> one thing that we did uh, right, at the, right before we started mm -hmm. rehearsing was we got Dorothy the lion the Tin Man and Scarecrow we got all of us together we went out to dinner and we all just sat down and we just talked because I guess it's it's easy some I guess sometimes to just go in and not really worry about the connection between the main four but I think mm -hmm. that that connection is so important mm -hmm. um, and as, as soon as we sat down we you know we just started talking about you know why does Dorothy act this way why does Tin Man act this way we tried to figure out why they do the things they do why they are the way that they are and it just it, it really helped a lot there mm -hmm. You know, Sasha is doing an amazing job. You know, with with Dorothy. Tell, tell me about the other cast members: the, uh, the the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion. Who who do you have playing the, those roles? Uh, Tin Man is played by uh, Nicholas Pecht. I believe he was in Full Monty um, earlier this uh, earlier last year, I should say, um, uh, here at Kelsey Theater. Uh, he's very, very, very funny. <laughs> he's he's big and fun and he just he gives some I mean I can't speak for you know uh, what it's like working with them actually 
um, on the stage, but from what I could see, he gives the other three so much to work with. The line is played by Jamel Taylor, and Jamel, he came in kind of late in the run for us, but he picked up everything so quickly, and he has been working so hard to just, <laughs> his line, it's, it's, I can't even describe it, it's just lion <laughs> you it's know it's not typical either which not. makes it great mm -hmm. like uh, all four of us are just not typical mm -hmm. wizard of oz not typical the whiz you know like we all bring our personalities we all bring a different aspect and i feel as though you know the other three are just so mm -hmm. great with that like nick brings such an energy and mm -hmm. all, every time i see a tin man he always has to be this big strong man <laughs> and he just brings yeah. a certain Mm -hmm, energy mm -hmm. and happiness that like you wouldn't expect a Tin Man to have and the mm -hmm. same thing with Jamel the Cowardly Lion isn't a big baby all of the time you know he tries to be Mr. Strongman most of the time mm -hmm. and it doesn't work out obviously <laughs> but he tries you know yeah. he, he his character is portrayed to try to be strong mm -hmm. as opposed to just naturally being weak which is why other people have played mm -hmm. it. Is that a, a choice that the directors made or is that coming naturally from from the actors it, yeah, creating their I, own characters. I gave, what, one thing I do I always make sure I want to make sure that the act that the actors are comfortable with their characters and in order for them to be comfortable with their characters I, I want to give them the opportunity to make their own choices and if they make their own choices early on in the process then it's easier to start molding it into what my original vision was what the choreographer's vision you know um, uh, what Judy's vision is and just everybody's overall vision it's easy to mold that if we do that earlier on in the process mm -hmm. and one other person that before I forget is uh, uh, Lynn of uh, Lynn, course Lynn, Lynn Baskin, Baskin of course. Uh, the Scarecrow, scarecrow. Mm -hmm. uh, that's he's my he's my twin um, <laughs> he uh, Lynn Baskin he's I've worked with him for a couple years now and he is more than phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, he, he's amazing. Mm -hmm. As soon as we, I saw that he was he was in your cast, I thought, well, it's a great coup. Mm -hmm. Having, you know, obviously won an award for his, his work in, in Driving Miss Daisy and, and um, done a lot of great um, musical theater as well. Mm -hmm. So you were talking, Sasha, about how the, the, those, the four main actors, yourself mm -hmm. included, are, are sort of taking a slightly different approach to the characters. Can you give some examples of, of how the, the four heroes in this production might differ from what most people expect to see say from you know the MGM musical that they see at, you know every mm -hmm. Thanksgiving holiday. The approach that the four of us have given to the production that's been different than any other time that I've seen it personally just and like I said, the Tin Man, it just gives a funnier, more energetic, happier sense to the Tin Man that, that from what I've seen. Lynn playing the Scarecrow, he He's hilarious. He, where he just thinks everybody is ridiculous. His character just like makes every like even though he's the one with no brains, the way his personality is portrayed is that everybody else doesn't really have any brains either. So you know, kind of like that's how he like just the way he says his lines and um, like in the, when the Tin Man's talking about uh, he chopped off his leg with an axe and then he accidentally chopped off his other leg and he talks about oh. It didn't dawn on you to get a new axe or anything, and he just made it seem like the Tin Man was being the stupid one. But <laughs> that's how he um, gives it. And um, for the lion, like I said, the lion is just 
tries to be so strong throughout the whole, you know, he tries to have a deep voice so he doesn't sound like a baby. And then every so often when he does get scared, he gets that baby voice. And other productions and other times that I've seen The Wiz, the lion has just always been, hoo with this voice, you know? Like, he doesn't give it a voice. He uses his own voice. He uses it like the way, like like anybody who gets scared, their, their voices get high-pitched. And that's just, he just makes it really natural. It sounds new and fresh and different. It is. It definitely is. I think what makes this production different is the than other Wizard, Wizard of Oz type stories is that we gave each character an arc. They have a beginning, they have an end. They're totally different people from, like Dorothy in the first scene of the show when she's with Aunt Em is a totally different Dorothy than the one that we see right at the end when she's singing at the very end of the show. And, and to see that journey I think is what the audiences will mm-hmm. you know love the most about it. Sasha, you, you were talking about how you related to Dorothy, and then you've talked about how you have a, a great supporting cast and, and this wonderful music, and you almost make it sound like it's easy, and I know it's not. So let me ask you, what do you think is the most challenging thing about uh, performing this role on this show? Well, Dorothy does have a lot of different personalities, I would say. Uh, she, <laughs> yeah. in certain times, she, she can be really smart. Sometimes she can be a little... <laughs> off with some things and other times she can be weak and other times she can be very strong. I think that the biggest challenge for me playing this part is knowing the levels and when to play them, um, the facial expressions that I need to give when I say these lines. I need to realize the emotions that she's having at that time because she does change her emotions a lot throughout this. It all depends on who she talks to, what the situation is, her emotions and her feelings with everything is just so the range is just so large. So um, that, that to me is the, one of the most challenging things to do. In 1975, The Wiz was a breakthrough production, most specifically for black performers. Mm-hmm. It helped open the door for more opportunities for black performers. Do you think things ha- uh, have improved since 1975 as far as those types of performing opportunities? How, how has it changed? And is this show um, a reminder of how much th- how far we've come to, you know, in terms of this production today or how much further we need to go? I, I would say that if, if we want to go with reminders, I mean, it comes at a perfect time when we just elected our first African-American president into office, President Barack Obama. And I, I think it comes at a perfect time, you know, and, and it's not just about black or, or white. I think it's just about unity in general, you know, whether you're black, white, gay, lesbian, it doesn't matter who or what you are, you know, we're all equal in every single way. I, th- I think that is what this show is really all about, just everybody is the same, no matter who you are. And I, yeah, I guess it is as a reminder, it's just we are who we are. <laughs> yeah. well, well said. As far as shows and everything, I know that it's been a long wait to get mm-hmm. some shows like Rent. The color purple in the heights, which just came out for us Spanish people, because um, you know it's just I think we 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 do have a little bit more to go to get to that. Just minorities, uh, African Americans, Hispanics, everybody could just we still have a little bit of a way to go. Um, it's not easy though. It's really not it's, easy. Yeah, it's not. And I think part of what Kairos had as a vision too was, um, it, and it all sounds sort of counterintuitive, was almost casting this being colorblind, that we weren't looking necessarily for an all-black cast. Mm -hmm. If we had an all-black cast that we could cast that way, it would be absolutely awesome. But we weren't saying that that's what we were looking for. We wanted the talent to come out, 
to fill it out. And we got a great diversity. We have Sasha, who's um, everything. everything. <laughs> we have, a, you know, we have our dance core is a mix. Mm -hmm. um, one of our pit singers is Asian. We have, you know, we have mm -hmm. such a mix that it's, it's just great. You know, it's, it's a great melting pot. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think it's a good representation of where I think we're going overall. I think it's a great point that you make in, in, in the sense that the production itself is very, uh, A, multicultural, but uh, to your point, Kairos, that really it's about coming together. Mm -hmm. And in the end, you're producing a show that, cr that cuts across you know, race and, and cultural boundaries because everybody loves this show. Mm -hmm. you know, and it makes it very contemporary for today's audiences, so therefore it also cuts across you know, age, age groups as well. So right. I, I think it's it, a, does, a, a yes, it yes. sounds like a big win. It is. We hope so. Um, <laughs> well, uh, well, our time is up, but before we go, uh, I, I was hoping you could tell us uh, what some of you have coming up, you know, after the WIS. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, for me, um, I'm not doing, planning on doing any shows um, anytime soon. Um, I'll be attending the College of New Jersey in the fall um, to major in special education. I'm getting my master's with a specialization in autism, so I'm going to try and stay focused with that, keep my grades up so I can really be successful. But It's great. Um, next for me, I will be playing Chad in High School Musical for Cheng Ferrara Productions here at Kelsey Theater. And then we might have an announcement soon about what I'll be doing after that. <laughs> um, and then after that, I'll just be focusing on school. I go to Westminster College of the Arts, um, and I'll be getting my bachelor's in theater there, and then moving to London for two years to get my master's in text and performance. Judy? And next for me, I will be directing Godspell for Playful Theater Productions, which is technically the show that opens after the show. <laughs> so, um, and after that, I'll be working tech stuff on High School Musical. And next year, the one show that we're, we're sure of for Pennington Players will be Ragtime, um, which will be next spring. Uh, we have a couple of other things that we're waiting to get the rights to before we announce. So, Very cool. that's where we're hoping to go. The Pennington Players production of The Wiz is playing at the Kelsey Theater on the campus of Mercer County Community College in West Windsor, New Jersey. The performances are Fridays and Saturdays, March 6th, 7th, 13th, and 14th at 8 p.m., and Sundays, March 8th and 15th at 2 p.m. A reception with the cast and crew follows the opening night performance on March 6th. Tickets are $16 for adults, $14 for senior citizens, and $12 for students and children. To reserve your tickets, call the Kelsey Theater box office at 609-570-3333 or order your tickets online at www.kelsey.mccc.org. I want to thank my guests Judy Parrish, Kyrus Westcott, and Sasha Alexandria for joining me here on Backstage Pass. Thank you, Dan. Thank you it's been a pleasure. Us. This has been Backstage Pass. I'm Dan Maurer, and thank you for listening. <laughs>